Podcast. Hello and welcome to the weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real Beer, Real Breweries, Real Opinions. As always, uh, you can show your support by heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Beer Fridge Podcast. Get access to exclusive content and some homebrew from the guys as well. Patreon.com forward slash Beer Fridge Podcast. Give us some five stars as well. My name is Gavin. I've got MD, I've got Gilroy, I've got Callum. We've, we decided to take a week off, um, basically, and now we're paying for it. Um, by being absolutely melted in this fucking heat. Correct. What the Karma fuck? Karma is a bitch. Like, dripping, fucking <laughs> minging. How you doing, boys? You all right? Oh. Uh, other than sweaty, then all good. Yeah. I, had a, I had a cold shower about 45 minutes ago, so I'm uh, currently feeling slightly refreshed. Slightly. Yeah, I am holding off on mine until we're finished. I know. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm holding off on mine as well. <laughs> Cold shower, straight to bed. Hopefully, get to sleep before it wears off. <laughs> hopefully, I was, get sleep, hopefully, get to sleep before you dry. I, I seen. <laughs> I, I seen there was a TikTok. There's one of the guys from that um, SOS thing that uh, can't remember what program it was. SES celebrity SES thing, and um, I can't, it's not the Aunt Midland guy. It's the other one, the other bigger one, and he's like, hey. oh, aye, aye. aye. He's like, oh, tips, t- tips, tips to, uh, tips to keep you cold at night time. I help you help you stay cool at night. Have a cold shower. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fucking well done. The, sleep in the actual sea. Fucking congratulations. <laughs> like, oh, as if Nate kind of thought of that. Have a cold shower. Oh, can go, oh, superb, mate. Superb. Was was one of these other ones by a fan? Uh, probably would have been yeah, that was the only one I, I, I fucking I turned off because I was I pushed myself laughing anyway buy a chest freezer I know fucking mm. uh, right we'll start off as we normally do go around the virtual table and see what we're drinking to start off the podcast uh, Gilroy what you got uh, so I've just finished um, all too quickly which is why I'm holding off and opening the next one for a minute just um, a Vault City Double dry hot hard lemonade. Hard, hard. lemonade. Hard. Yeah, so Mosaic, Azaka, and Motueka are the dry hops. Um, reminiscent, according to Wackagen, of an ice cold refreshment on a long summer's day. We've taken the thirst quenching flavour of our original cloud lemonade and dialed it up. That's exactly what it is. Just really, really good. Um, lemonade, hard lemonade with a really, really nice hot flavour to it. I had it at the Beer festival in Glasgow and it was superb. So grabbed a couple of cans and that one's just disappeared far too quick. It's nine and a half percent, so it's not hanging about. Um, eight hundred kilograms of lemon juice and zest, uh, perfect pairing. Lemon in my hand, massively, and it's lovely. It's it was quite funny. Like obviously, Mark, you and we, um, who Rice went to, um, <laughs> into the Vault City um, tap room, the new tap room open. And you sent a picture of the, the, the list, the beer list, and the first thing that me and Gilroy <laughs> basically text at the same time went, hard lemonade, hard lemonade. It was it was really good. Like I've got like refreshing is the understatement. It kind of hits all the spots for what you want from like the 
the lemonade aspect with just that like kind of sherbetty booziness that kind of comes through it. It was it was one of the beers of the day at the Vault City place, to be honest. And you know my thoughts on sour beer. So right. um oh, it was actually like it was wicked. And I, I think other than the style of beer I'm drinking, I think that's probably a pretty perfect beer for the weather and all the rest of it just now. So right. well what are you drinking then? So I've got a dry hopped Pilsner from our good friends at Tempest. Uh, this is a cold wave. It's a 4.8%. It's a German sort of styled uh, Pilsner um, with uh, like a really kind of sweet sort of dry aspect. I'm not going to say my mate Nelson because it, it isn't, but it has that sort of reminiscent of it. Like right. just takes you back for more. Um, it's got a citrusy kind of lemony kind of twang to it that kind of it sort of reminds me like a Rattler slightly, but it's drier than a Rattler, you know. But so it's just it's wicked, and like you say, for me, it was perfect beer choice for this evening. Just easy drinking. It's going to go down in like four or five gulps. Right, that's kind of what you need. Kind of what you need, uh, Carl. What you got, mate? I'm drinking um, one of the beers that I picked up in Cornwall um, from uh, St. Ives Brewing, St. Ives Brewery, and it's called Hella, and it's a pale ale. Um, and I can talk a little bit about my Cornish experience, if you like. Yeah, um, I'd love to hear it. Um, so I kind of went in with both feet. The first, the first uh, opportunity that I got to buy some craft was in St. Ives, and they've got a, a, a nice shop. Um, St. Ives Brewery's got a nice shop. And I kind of went in and bought one Abraham at the hood. Um, <laughs> so it was basically a, a pale ale, two IPAs, a Pilsner and a West Coast um, were the beers that I picked up. And I'm, I'm kind of loath to criticise too much, but but the all the beers kind of tasted the same. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was a bit confused. Um, it, it might have been, mate. Um, there, was one, there was one beer. So there was two beers, sorry. Um, one was labelled as Porth, um, and a pil- and it's, it was a Pilsner. And then there was another one called Alba, which was an IPA, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of tasted as though those cans had been mixed up because the, the the Pilsner tasted more like an IPA, and then the Alba was actually quite nice to be fair, but it, right. it but it had a it had a really laggery sort of vibe to it, but it was labelled as an IPA. Um, and the West, the Black Road West, was the West Coast that I had. Um, um, which obviously isn't part of their, their core range because it's in different, it's different size can, different packaging, and all the rest of it. And it was nice, but it just wasn't West. You know, it was that that, that was probably the most IPA of Aye. the bunch. Um, and it was, I mean, they were, I, I'm maybe splitting hairs, but they were all drinkable and they're all fairly coughable in the sun. Um, but for the money that you're spending on craft, etc., you kind of you wanted to hit the mark, at least what it's saying on the can. And I didn't really feel as though it did um, with the St. Ives Brewery, which is a bit disappointing given the, the cash that I've dropped in the shop. Um, if, but, if those those ones that you mentioned were labelled the other way around, would is, would that have changed your mind? Like I know you're saying, like like you said, no, they were nice enough. You know, like they were nice enough, but all the all the all the beers kind of tasted the same, apart right. from the one that, that was labelled Alba. And if right. I had tasted it, if I had tasted it blind, I would have sworn that it was a lager, mm-hmm. but it was labelled it was labelled as an IPA. So. Um, 
so yeah, the St. Ives Brewery, um, unfortunately, um, kind of missed the mark slightly. Um, I've got one more that I haven't tried yet from a brewery, the Padstow Brewing Company, um, which is just up the coast. Oh, um, so I've got, that. that's called Cold Desert, and it's a Baltic Porter, um, 8.5% or something like that. Um, so I'm going to drink that cold out of the fridge and see um, what kind of vibes that's given. Hopefully it makes me feel Baltic. Um, <laughs> and the other one that I had, yeah, I actually messaged Mark about it at the time because it was so good, um, and it was called Valkyrie, um, and it was a, it's the, the the Cornish part of the collaborations a brewery called Driftwood Spars, right? Um, and the other one, um, the other part of the collabs, Fallen Acorn, their yep. um, their Portsmouth area, I think, um, around about that area anyway. Um, but that beer, it's uh, an English hopped IPA. That one, um, six point eight percent. Um, and that was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, and it was actually, I really enjoyed, I didn't have any signal um, mm. anywhere around where I was staying. Um, so I had to like, I had notes open on my phone and I was like writing down <laughs> all the stuff that I was tasting and all the rest of it. Um, and I, so I'm, I'm writing all these things down and trying to think about what kind of hops it could be and all the rest of it, but the, but it's English hops. So I'm like, oh, right, I don't, I've, I've obviously not got a clue. Yeah. But it turns out the hops are Jester, Olicana and Harlequin, which are three hops that I've never heard of before, far less tried. No. And this beer, honestly, see if you get a chance to get a hold of a can, you'll, you'll probably have more of a chance, Gav. It's yeah. a really distinctive can. I did send a picture to the group. It's the 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 one that's got sort of like a rune-like, rune-like picture um, on it. And uh, it's it's called Valkyrie, and it's absolutely stunning. It's got a beautiful light amber colour, nice and hazy. It's super soft in the mouth. Um, and it, I was getting sort of lemon, honey, sort of herbal sort of notes to it, but also like a tropical, um, a tropical hit at the end and a, a beautiful, bitter, dry finish. Um, and it just... It, it, it's probably the, the best beer with sort of British hops that I think I've ever tried. Um, you know, normal, normally you'll have like a Fuggles or, or something like that in there, but that, these, that just shows you what can be achieved with British hops. There's not necessarily a need to, to go far flung and, and no. go for, you know, American or New Zealand or, or anything like that. No, definitely not. There's so, quite a lot of the beers I've enjoyed this year actually have been more kind of British style ales or British style IPAs and stuff. Um, and it's not, I've, I've really enjoyed the the kind of old traditional styles, but maybe a wee kind of modern twist with them. I, I had a I had a, a dark ale um, from Lakada, which is not their Northern Ireland, I think they are, and um, that was a dark ale with kind of British hops, and that was that was tremendous. Um, I got that from my, my bruiser box. Granted that one, the first box from from Lakara took about eight weeks to get here, but I got it eventually. And then, lucky enough, they sent me they kindly sent me a second box for my um yeah, troubles. My troubles, yes. Which uh, yeah. I, I like genuinely. I'm I'm actually going to drink one of the Lakara beers tonight because it's one of my favourite beers of the year, which I'll get I'll get onto later on. But no, I'm really enjoying sure. the kind of British style yeah. beers this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So seeing the hot uh, thing. Just to jump in, Callum. Sorry. See the hop thing. I was and when you sent that through, I meant to pull this uh, brochure that I got out one of the expos that I was at a few days, and it's from Charles Farm, who 
provide all the hops in the UK, mainly like one of the main hop providers in the UK for mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> a number of the big breweries. And their big thing at the moment is that they are trying to replicate American, <coughs> excuse me, American style <laughs> hops in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. And Harlequin is one of them, right? That you mentioned. And they, I got a brochure off the guys and I was like, I was like, once you sent that through and you were talking about awesome hops, I was like, I'll find it. But obviously I paint, started decorating the other day and everything's all over the place and I'm thinking, right. I'll make sure. But it's really interesting the how often we go overseas and I'm saying we as in like the general we for the UK. Aye, like the, aye, the, the craft beer world. Aye. Uh-huh. And um, it's really interesting. Like I got a chance to like taste and, um, and smell a lot of the UK hops that they've created and honestly, it was like, but that's just like Simcoe, and oh, that's just like Nelson, and that, and it's just it's mm-hmm. mental. So, yeah. when I find that thing, I'll <laughs> I'll maybe be able to see if what the kind of characteristics are of the Harlequin and that that you mentioned, and then we can tie it up. Anyway, sorry, no, it's alright. Sorry, it, but no chance. Aye. So, but but I, as I say, my, my my craft beer journey didn't really extend beyond those three breweries. Right. Um, and I did, I did manage to quaff quite a lot of cider, um, which I felt obliged. Yeah, to. even cider country. Um, aye, but I've got a question that that you, you know, uh, for the love of being sprung on. Um, hmm. So I was drinking cider with a Y, so C Y D E R, as opposed to C I D E R. So can you tell me what the difference or what sets apart cider with a Y? As opposed to cider with an I. Oh, then the different letters, you mean? Yes. Go. Because <laughs> I haven't got a fucking clue. Well, I'm imagining cider with a Y is the Cornish version, which must have a distinct difference. That no, seems like think it would be in their it. language. Cider. 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 It must be. It must be fruit. I was gonna, I was gonna say a different type of apple or something, or so, I don't know. I'm trying to think like what's, but I don't, the fuck knows. I would be, I'm guessing, but I'm Aye. thinking, I'm thinking fruit. So you know, a million miles away with with fruit. So cider with a Y um, is a single pressing of the apple. Right, so okay. it's like your extra virgin olive oil, or your, you know, your virgin olive oil. That is the first the first pressing of the fruit. So what what I didn't realise was that that once the fruit is pressed, other cider manufacturers will, will rehydrate the pulp uh-huh. and, then and, then press press, and then press it again and keep pressing it until there's nothing else left. So how, so how many presses does it take for you to get to Frosty Jacks? <laughs> oh, well, I, what what they do is they what they they, they, they drive the pulp lorry past the factory. And that kind of gives you the frosty jar. So I so the cider with a Y is, is strictly one pressing. So the, 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 the juice, the apple juice that goes into making cider with a Y is um only one pressing of the, the champagne fruit. of apple juices. Mm. Aye, indeed. So and that's it. A single yeah. a single pressed single press. Aye. Cider. So but it was delicious. The, the the stuff that I was having was was lovely. It was cloudy, it wasn't it wasn't overly carbonated and it was I was dry delicious. or sweet. Medium. Right. Medium. Six point eight. 
Oh. That's, that'll be light for a cider as well. Aye, and it was like it was like it was freezing cold, and you know oh. we, we were we were getting we were getting the scorching weather in Cornwall before before it was fashionable up here in Scotland. And uh, aye, just after after a day sitting or an afternoon sitting in the sun, cracking open or pouring on draft, particularly the, the a frosty pint of cider was absolutely delish. Mm. I no guy like could do one one of them right, right now by this right about now. Yes. Uh, I've started off the season's recording by having an old favourite, uh, Sierra Nevada. Walked past it, seen it. Needed a, just a cold beer. Uh, 185 Tesco. Oh, that's not too bad. So you had maybe found a wee pound? No, I didn't. I didn't. I would. I, I couldn't be arsed Benson too far. Um and I seen it because I, w- I was basically I was sitting there and I was looking at all the beers and I'm like it's, this was this afternoon and I'm like I just want something it's absolutely violent and it's imagine kinda, taking your indexture into Tesco's just so you can sit and look at the beer that's a little shit is it well it's, the aircon air works in there um, yeah, and basically it kind of leads on to my, my next kind of subject of, of hot weather beer beers. And I was, I was like, I don't want nothing like too heavy. I don't want anything too cut. I just want something light. I want something that just easy to drink, and I can just drink it, cool myself doing a wee bit, and just enjoy it. And then not need to like dissect it too much. No fucking craft beer geekery. And uh, I went, I went, I nearly picked up some of the German lager stuff, um, but I decided I would pick up a Sierra Nevada, and I picked up a wee can of Faith as well. I nearly picked up a wee. Um, a wee turtle beer, roll with it. But that was that was too much geekery for me for this evening. I say that I've got a proper, I think, say one of my potential top three, top five beers of the year to have in a second. Um, but aye, um, hot weather beers. What are we looking for? Like I've kind of, I know I've probably just said it all there there now. But you're wanting something easy. You're wanting something no too claggy. You just want quaffable, didn't you? You just want something to cool yourself, don't you? Then want fucking an eight, yeah. nine, ten percent. I want something that I think you can make cold enough to totally wreck it and not be worried about it. Yes. I just took the words out of my mouth. I, I just <laughs> want to go and pour some of that perfect draft, mate. And like mm-hmm. in small amounts, you can basically hammer that sets it like symbols two degrees or whatever it is. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think the first beer that the first beer that I came, I had when I, I came back. So obviously I went up to up uh, back up to Scotland for the, the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival, which we'll get on to in a minute. And I did an eight, nine, ten. I think it was about a ten hour journey drive back. We've got the wee ones, we need to stop a wee bit more, so it was about ten hours from door to door. And um I know, I know, I know. But the first thing I had when I got back and I'm sitting in the car all day, driving all day, I was I couldn't I was fucked off. I was tired. I just wanted to slam a good beer. And this is just a, a, an excuse for me to promote last week or like two weeks ago's podcast because it was so good um, when we had XL on and it was the Golden Lager, which I pulled out the fridge, um, was the first beer I pulled out and that was just perfect. Exactly what I needed. Exactly what I needed. Nothing too mental. It's it's inspired by tenants. So I was like, this is exactly the kind of beer that I need right now for hot weather or for... Did any of my tasting notes get read out on the podcast, Gavin, that I wasn't part of? Uh, not in the recording, but we did tell them. Oh, that was good. That was good. But if you why, did you know read, why did you know read it out in the recording? Couldn't bother. Because you were a melt. 
Why was our milk? <laughs> I don't think Gavin knows. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we just thought it we'd was say a, it. A hundred percent test, a listening test. That was all it was. We we said we said before. Like, I bet he doesn't you listen. You passed with flying colours. Yeah, you did. So that was good. I mean, it doesn't. Oh, know we we didn't know it said in the, the middle, but. Right. What? <laughs> I have to. I have to agree with your uh, the uh, Zork. By the way, the Golden Lager Tremendous. was mm-hmm. superb. Absolutely was superb. That was a, that was another one that I enjoyed in the sun in Cornwall. And it was delicious. Take that to Will Park and drop it off. Right. It was so so good. Such a good. Be- I, I purposely saved it because um, Gil and and Del, you were saying how good it was, and I was like, oh, God. sometimes when we're recording, I feel like if I. If I'm chasing what you guys are drinking, I'm just going to waste it. Uh, and maybe, and I feel like I just, you know what, I need to take a, a day or two and then I'll come back to it and I'll, I'll drink it. And make Especially when own. we got so many, like, it's so easy to leave some. Like, I left the the kind of green, what was it? Oh, the mate, the, was, the proper the green part. hop number. Aye, I hazy, hazy. And I kept it. That was uh, the just, best one. That was, the no, the second best one out of the, out of the box for me. Oh, it was lovely, but I just kept it because I was like, I'm not going to have that, and I'll have it when I'm not hearing about it again, and I'll, I'll, it'll be. I can make your own mind up about it, basically. No, no I is. was just thinking, why would I go chasing it? Because then I'll neck it quicker to get onto something to talk about. So I just, I'm not going to bother. Right. I just keep drinking different stuff, especially Could when Excel were so kind to give us so much variety. Aye. We were never going to make it around them all, so no, we did a decent job of splitting things up. I think. No, we, de- we definitely did. Like, literally, if you've never heard of, heard of Excel, go and listen to the last podcast that we did. Um, that was one of the best ones I've done. Some of the beers were just tremendous. Like I said, that that lager was it was awesome. Um, I think we've kind of hit the criteria of, of hot weather beer, quaffable, easy drinking, nothing too mental. If you're having food and stuff like that, it's something that doesn't wreck the, the flavour. And nothing to, as much as my 9.5% first beer kind of belies that, it was the only one cold enough. Um, I had to put the other stuff that I'm having in the in the fridge only an hour and a half or so ago. So um, not some, nothing that's too high alcohol content. I would say probably about 5, 5.5 is the maximum of where you would want to go because you know you're going to drink. It's not just a one beer evening, is it? No, not it's going to disappear. really ever has one. It's going to disappear pretty damn quick, so nothing too hefty and something that's a bit thirst quenching as well. Oh, so yeah. Even I don't even mind going as low as like a, a good table beer or a definitely a, a kind of three percent number or something like that. If it's a pale ale you're getting, as long as it's icy and it's because cold. it's that warm, especially right now, like temperatures down here, kind of south of England or north of France, I should say, like reaching forty degrees. Like where I'm, I'm I live, it was. I checked it, it was like 37, 38, so it's fucking just ridiculous. And you need to re- remember if you're drinking a beer, you're going to be drinking the beer to cool yourself down as well. You're just going to be like tanning it. So if you ever have like four or five, like 8% beers, you're going to be fucked. There's a reason why Corona shift as many Coronas as they shift. Aye. Mm. They're good in the, the old hot weather, easy to drink. They go, it's just like drinking water. Fast. I know. And because they're in the, the smaller 330ml bottles, it's my missus, in fact, my missus picked up Desperados. I was like, what? Oh, no. I was like, how do you drink that? I was like, I mean, genuinely, how do you drink that? Give me a Corona. I just genuinely, I'd rather have a Corona with that. Pierce, definitely. Um, so as we mentioned, we ventured out to the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival two weekends ago, I think it was. <laughs> 
And um, thanks, first of all, um, before we dive into it, from the guys from Bruiser for um, hooking us up. Um, we did them, they did us a favor, we did them a favor. They guys weren't turning up, so we did a wee bit of work for them and they gave some tickets for the weekend. And my goodness, um, this was a lot of fun. So, this is a fun, this originally is the Edinburgh Craft Beer Festival, it's now been switched to Glasgow. Um, this was so much fun. Um, I had an absolute ball. I was meant to be taking it easy on the Friday, tell you what I did today. Um, so much so that was a wee whitey in the next morning, but. There was some amazing highlights in terms of beer. And I wanted to say thank you as well to the people we kind of bumped into it, bumped into it, oh, your beer fish podcast, blah, blah, blah. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening as well. That was um, mad and surreal. That was quite cool. But, like, see, before you jump into the beer, like, I, I just kind of want to touch on the venue. Like, yes. Because obviously, we done Edinburgh last year, Gil, and mm-hmm. I don't know how you think, but. I thought the venue was wicked. I thought it had. Was it better than? Was it better than, than Edinburgh? Oh, easy. I don't think that hand, was where hand, it, hand. It, it. Edinburgh was it supposed to be at the Corn Exchange all the way along? I don't know, but it, I must say the Glasgow effort. Was it not was, supposed was, to be at the print works? Aye, or at the is it the biscuit factory? That's normally or where it, that's factory. where it has been before. Mm. Um, but it's a uh, that the is it SWG three? Yeah. And Glasgow was just different class, really, really good space, really high ceilings, lovely space outside. Um, the, easy enough to get room, to as well. Easy enough to get to for Partick train station or on the subway for the centre of town, depending on what you wanted to do. Um, really nice area around about. Really cool. Oh. Aye, just a, a really cool space, good facilities. Only thing it was missing, and I say I think I've said this every every craft beer festival I think I've ever been to. Gonna just we are beer, right? I love all the artisan stuff. I love the pizzas. I love the artisan toasties. I love this, that, and the next thing. They take too fucking long to make. Aye. Everything takes quarter of an hour. Get a chip van. I know. I know. Just get I mean, a chip van. <laughs> like it's no, it's no hard. Salt ever, and vinegar. Everything was off. was easy, like. <laughs> Was he like 20 minutes, wasn't it? Aye, oh, everyone's like, wait 10 minutes. Whereas you could be, if there was a chip van there or not, you could be going and ordering something fancy and then going up to can Greasy Spoon and saying, going, geese, I want a, a poke of chips that I can have with a wee two-pronged fork right. and honours of vinegar on it. And then I'll wait for my actual toaster to be ready. Right. Just get a chip van. It's not hard. There was loads of room for a chip van. There was. You've got transmit on. You honestly try to tell me you couldn't have got... There must have been like chip vans turned away for transmit. Hundred percent. Bring a chip van down and just have them rock up. A chip van and an ice cream van. So what? What I noticed. So I agree with you. Um, the London one. I've been. I've been. I think I've been to London Craft Beer Festival that we are beer. Do, we are beer do twice, and um, they've got a. They've got like double. The kind of food choices that Glasgow, or Glasgow, or Edinburgh have had. Fans um, might have been on the same weekend would have been a total ruiner for aye. folk, maybe. Um, but I, I enjoyed the choices that were there. It was nothing like the no. pizza and the toasties were amazing and the burgers looked really good. But give me a chip van. Especially, well. especially when you're, you're spending, I think, the price of a ticket was like 56 quid or something like that. 
or something like that. So you yeah. you want to be enjoying the beer. Yes, the, food, to, the food's the food's good. You want to get your money worth a beer. You need the food though if you're drinking your money's worth of beer. Exactly. Oh, that's that's why you something easy that's quick. Like have something that's dodge. quick. That's dodge. That's dodgy. That's what you endless, want. Endless, endless rolls on chips. Hmm. Aye. <laughs> something like that would be perfect. But, should, in fact, um, it should be a wee bit when you walk in, you just grab a loaf of bread and you go, there you go, thank you. <laughs> the, uh, but the beer was was incredible. I mean, the, the amount, the just the volume of breweries that were there, but then also they did... The, it was a good few of them between the kind of bigger boys, if you like, the Tiny Rebels, even um, mm. Moonwake obviously doing their sponsorship stuff. They had quite a big presence there. Right. Uh, Brew York brought their usual stuff. Um, but they, those three, I thought, in terms of the big ones, they did their space really well. They had yeah. obviously loads of merch there, but they just were spot on. Even when it came to serving, they had plenty of staff. They had not that nobody, everybody did. I just thought the big breweries did the, the best version of themselves, like if you like, in comparison to the ones that kind of threw a lot at it, because it would have been, wouldn't have been cheap to take up the amount of space that they took up. It wasn't like your usual one no. table or one bar area between two breweries with our two wee kind of serving stations, if you like. Um, it was a proper Tiny Rebel and Moonwake and um, Brew York, at least. They had proper sections, if you like. Um and they were really well set up. No, I think that I think for a, a spot, it's like three, five grand. I could be wrong in that kind of area. But no, I agree with you, mate. The Tiny Rebel one was awesome. Moonwake bits, wicked. Uh, the whole setup was amazing. Some of the beers, I'll, I'll go through, and I know, I assume some of these highlights are the same as, are similar to you guys. Um one definitely for myself, which we do have a recording of, which I'll probably just put all the recordings together at the end. I need to kind of make sure I need to listen <laughs> to them first. Yeah, <laughs> I need to double check them. <laughs> um, because I only remember doing two, apparently, there's four. Um, so I need I'm going to double check them. So I'll probably play the ones that are um good for air, a safe uh, at the end, but. One standout one for me was the double shifty, the shifty shifty from Drop Project. I think that was one of the standout beers for me. If you've had Drop Project before and you've had shifty, that was one of their stalwart beers, but they've just doubled it up. And I, and not until before we were recording, I was I was just double checking what I'd, what I'd written down and stuff. I didn't write down the percentage because I just wrote... Seven. No, I know. I know that now because I doubled sorry. <laughs> but I, I was like, oh, I'm sure it was like eight or nine percent. And then I, I, I double checked and I was like, oh, fuck, it was only seven. And that beer was just tasting absolutely unreal. Like it was, it was just creamy, soft. It was just a double shifty, and it was just absolutely wicked. Like shifty only three and a half percent. Then, well, I'm not, well, nah, I don't think so. Five percent. So it's not really double. Just double the no. Shifty and a half. Shifty and a half. Then. Alright, so it was the, the, half, so a half shifty, half shifty, really? but it was tasting wicked. Oh, it was tasting phenomenal. Uh, oh, I absolutely really loved it. Absolutely loved it. The tiny rebel lager, Gilroy, that was in the fight. Oh, three one three tasted really. Three one three was awesome. The Moonwake New Zealand uh, lager, Nelson Nelson lager was unreal. Like I'm just sitting here, and I, all these other beers are popping in my head. Like the Alpha Detla uh, Dipper right. was fucking. That I remember that I had it on the Friday. Don't remember having it. Had it with you, girl, on the Saturday, and I was like, "Holy shit!" That was good. The their Alpha Delta sour. Oh man! Oh, 
the 10% so. rise, something like that. It was mental, um, just nuts. Um, just an absolutely crazy beer. Um, just perfect. Tasted like the Callum, like the see the edible necklaces. Yes. Right. Okay. That's what it Aye. tasted like. Unbelievable. It was a uh, an imperial blackberry, blueberry, lime, and vanilla sour. Aye. And it, it was, was actually ten percent. I was got alpha delta one. It was ridiculous. I think a standard beer for me on the Saturday. I might have had it on the Friday. I was fucked. Um, the, definitely the Saturday was, um, I think, more because I needed it, and it would actually be perfect for the weather right now. Was the New Barnes and Donzoco um, collab summer, which was basically Fanta Lemon, um, right. was just that was so good, so refreshing, exactly what we needed. That was the Saturday was well, both days were quite warm. Saturday was was fucking biling, and I had I had must have had three or four of those because it was just exactly it was just so perfect for the weather. Um, and I, I find get a couple of cans of that. Fuck yes, give me that every day of the week. Yeah, Can I just say you've mentioned all these beers, and we haven't mentioned our good friend Joe's. Well, the reason I haven't mentioned it is I was maybe going to mention it right at the end, and and I know I think I know that soundbite is relatively safe because I half oh, I, I half remember it. To be honest with you, if it's not like. The, I know for a fact we never said anything bad about it because oh, it no, was stunk. absolute dynamite. So what was this beer? This was Joe's 10.6% 999 gram per litre sour. It yeah. was it had like mental. every fruit under the sun basically. Um, it was like raspberry, strawberry and vanilla was the main three like as in like flavour profile he was going for. But, it was banana. Just a, such a good beer. Honestly, it was. I've, so I see, I've seen comments, right, online from people that had that beer. And they're like, oh, shit, that's shit. And I was like, fuck you. I was like, that's, that's your meat, Joe. I was like, fuck you, that's a fucking good beer. Wait, like, I, I yeah, there wasn't too many of them, but the, or, the usual contrarian response. Likes to be loudest, you know what I mean? And it was, it, it was. There's no accounting for taste. I think green, yeah. green-eyed monster because the it, or I lack mean, of. It sold out, Callum. The queue. Sixteen minutes. Aye, quarter of an hour. It was away. In. <laughs> this thing. And How much was, was there? Just was one. Twelve. Was that a twelve-liter keg or something? Aye. Like something uh, like he had. To be fair, he did. There was one on the Saturday as well. Aye. We split them, but split them it was it, it went and like I say, quarter an hour, and the the queue was huge, um, the biggest <laughs> queue of the night for sure. I don't know how. Were they limiting you? Were they limiting you to like a third at a time, or? I don't know. Joe was boring. <laughs> no, when you know, Joe was boring. No, when, <laughs> Joe was boring. So we were right. We were right in the front had, of the queue. Used for five pints, yeah. No. <laughs> The thing is, a, a question, the, the, how did we get to the front? Because it's not as if we were waiting there for ages. Like, we turned no, up. We went, we went pretty sharp and we were standing near the front. We got beat by the same guy that beat us to the front of every queue that whole night. Aye, however, um, that guy wasn't the actual, if he fucking slid in, by the way, I wasn't happy, but I was like, oh, how are you? <laughs> I remember seeing him slide behind, slide behind either um, you, Delk, or Gilroy, and I was like, hold on. Don't you know that? That's your mate. That's your. That's your mate. Joe's beer. <laughs> it was 
it was just so good and like I think just knowing like like Joe and all the rest of it and the fact that he's obviously created this absolute bad boy um was just was wicked like um I think I, I, to be honest there's nothing that we can say right now that we're not going to say on that recording like that's not going to absolutely be a total chuckle so Aye. well I'll put it in in fact you know what I'll what I'll do right now is we'll, we'll segue and I'll do a wee shoof and you'll hear it right now Hello everybody, it's Gary here from the Beer, <laughs> beer Fish Podcast um, here at the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival. Um, we've, took, we've taken a moment of our afternoon slash evening um, to enjoy Joe's beer. Uh, if, you if you don't know Joe, um, where have you been? Basically, he's a patron member of the podcast, he loves the podcast, we love him, and he works with Fox City. And he's made his own beer with Pulse and he's brought it to the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival. He started pouring at 8 o'clock. We had to wait. We had to wait till 8 o'clock. And, um, oh my goodness. It's worth the wait. Just for the aroma. I've not even tasted the fucking thing yet. Have you tasted it? No, the aroma is insane. Come in. Aroma is insane. So, if I. What's the ABV to start off with? Do you even know? I don't know what the ABV is. ASI. Somewhere, so go somewhere in the realm of we'll find out. correspondent. So why it's going to go and find out the so, ABV? Why on the case? So I think it's giving me ice pole vibes. No, it's giving me ice poles. It's better than that. Nah, like sour ice poles, like it's really just, like melted ice poles, concentrated liquid. Delicious. Really good. Can I just say, like I'm I'm stepping in as the non-sour connoisseur here, and this is. Fucking delicious. Like, really good. fruit smoothie, delicious, as in strawberry, wee bit of lime, there's a bit of mango or something that is in there that brings the sweetness, uh, like a tropical aspect to it. It's just. Just tart. It's lovely. It's tart. But it's palatably tart, if that's a word. Like, who gives a fuck right now? But, like, this is. Um, this is unbelievable. Like. So basically. Can I just say it though? 999 grams of fruit per litre. Fruits were uh, 1 million percent harmed in the making of this beer. I'm going to 100% agree with um, Gilroy in this. Ice pole vibes through and through. Aye. Ice pole vibes ice. through and through, man. Like, well, oh, here we go. It's not even on the board. But that's the boy. Do you want to take guess? The boy. The, yes, the boy. The boy. So, seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half. No. Not eight. No. It's eight point five. Ten. Ten. Ten point seven. Wow. Seven. Oh. Ten point seven. Joe, you've Joe, you flag. Absolute ledge. Absolute ledge. Yeah. I don't know about you. I get a wee bit of coffee as well at the start. Mm. I don't know if it's you. Like I get. A, I, I, maybe it's like the mix of beer that I, I've had, but. I don't know if I get caught. It's a wee summer to start, it's no... I know your seat's wet, and I can't identify with that, mate. No, no. I took a photo. So it's strawberry, banana, vanilla crunch. So, maybe the crunch is what you're you're getting biscuity, maybe flavour, so you're maybe thinking coffee. Maybe the crunch, but banana, 100%, the sweetness, 100%, like from the... It's a 999 grams per litre. 
banana feet but like I don't have banana nose smell oh, I think, oh. but yeah. the other banana <laughs> yeah. the sweet like that aspect of the kind of like ripe banana like aspect that you would get like, wait I'm sorry it's, it's banana and strawberry banana and strawberry on the nose oh, oh, fair play, oh, like, taste. banana and strawberry on the nose heavy for me taste. for me it's heavy on the taste very strawberry vanilla. It's more, it's more strawberry vanilla on the taste. So you two, it's got black. Goose? It's got black, 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 You obviously went to the, the bottle city, you opened the, the tap room. Would you rather have that? Is there a beer in the tap room that you think is better than that? Oh, di oh. Di well, different type of beer. Like, what well, the, well, obviously, me and Mark are both really into the uh, DDH uh, lemonade. Ah, lemonade, lemonade. right? Well, that's oh, different because that because that's a that I like that's like a punchy beer. Like uh, uh, it's wait, super, super, it? super punchy beer, a punchy beer, right? Oh. Like, but no, it smacks you in the mouth, and you actually taste the you actually taste the. The nine and a half percent, like it, like it sort of comes across. Like you know that's a strong beer. Yeah, it's whereas, whereas this, this one, as much as ten point seven percent, like it tastes like a smoothie. And you could serve that. You could sit this. Like see, you're sitting in the pool. You could serve that as an after smoothie. You'd be buzzing. Like you'd just be drinking this. This is. It's so. I'm just going to jump in and be like, this is the best beer that both sides ever done. I'm just saying it, like, just straight I've not had the DDA, I've not had the no, sour no, IPAs, no, but no, I'm looking no. 
Like I'm just oh, doing it yes, because yes. I, the hang is, I can say it because I'm not a, like a You've never bullshit. Tried any bullshit. Uh, no, I'm not a bullshit, a proper wank, wank, wank. Hey, hey! But one part of the podcast is buzz deep in this beer, so. I can't I can't do Sip of three is an elite beer. It does. So here we go. Let's round it off to, to round off the whole conversation. Out of ten, what's it like, Matt? We'll start with you. Out of ten, what would say, Joe's beer? Right. Uh, a strong nine out of ten. Uh, what? Uh, what? I'd give it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Gilroy. Nine point eight. Woo! Nine point eight. I think the. I'm looking forward to trying the double dry hop. Right. I'm gonna go 9.4. <laughs> alright, alright, well, it's like a fucking Tony Hawk skateboard. I changed my mind, I give it 10.7! Just because, like, guava and kiwi and lime, one I had last year, I, I need to compare the two of oh, them. I'm not that last year was my beer of the year, so. Hey, it's, it's up there, it's up there with amazing beers. Uh, we've easily finished them. To the point where we're, we're going gonna, back again. We're going to go and join the queue. Right, we'll try, anyway. right, we'll we'll try try and get another. We need to join the queue, and we need Mark to face Love please. you, man. So that was uh, Joe's beer. Um, as you can tell, we kind of liked it. Just a wee bit. Just a little bit. Just a little if bit. You need, if you require translation um, from the drunken mess that might have been in that recording then please mm. send us a message and we'll, we'll clearly we'll, we'll happily translate this drunken Scottish gibberish definitely um, I want to not necessarily flip, break free aye, not necessarily flip flop we've, we've been mm. over the last couple of months maybe not recently so much but in the past been quite harsh on fears now Obviously, you guys can get fierce in Tesco and supermarket and get it pretty regularly. So I was up for the festival, um, obviously drinking at home when I'm, when I was staying with my parents, and picked up a few cans of um, late shift. Kind of forgot how fucking good it was. Even the supermarket version, actually pretty fucking good. Like potentially one of the be- better if not like maybe top five ish maybe maybe supermarket beers that are available um i f- fucking really enjoyed it man really really enjoyed it and made a wee ad- adventure on the sunday um to the fierce tap room in edinburgh and was pleasantly surprised with the selection some amazing guest beers. I had an Admin, uh, Amundsen beer. I can't remember what one it was, but it was tasting phenomenal. But then I had some of the some of the fierce stuff and uh, tasting good, man. It was tasting good. The shelves were full of, full of some really good looking stuff. I, I picked up a can of Fancy Juice 2. Four. Four. Right, thank you. Thank you, Gil. And also one of the beers that they did for 444. Uh, the Nevis Range Mountain thing, so, uh, the Trial Rider, a pale, um, which was tasting really good as well. So, yes, potentially my my comments and fears not not fully they they were granted but um, invalid, 
at the time, but I think they're on the right track. After talking to, after talking to Fierce as well at the festival, it seems like they're on a... And actually, Mash Gang are, are now from today, uh, which is the 19th of July, are, are, are official partners with Mash Gang as well, which is good to hear. See, see what I would say on the whole Fierce thing, like, like I think Late Shift is, a, like, is one of their stalwarts. It's like Cafe Racer. Aye. Like you didn't have it for long enough, and it is like a really good beer. For me, it's the, it's these. I don't want to call them off brands, but I, I call like I'm basically calling them like half-assed attempts. Like that's the way I'm thinking about it, about the like yeah. the stuff that ends up in Aldi's and Lidl and all the rest of it. And I know late uh, shift does end up in there too, but there's just some of the. Well, I know. Uh, to, to, I'm to going to, I'm going to agree, Mark. Like that, that, that you, you, you buy two beers there, late shifts and cafe racer, and they're never going to be bad beers. You know, they're never right. going to change the recipe. They're never going to, they're never going to dull them down or, or fucking make them shit, right? Because those beers are going to be great, right? But what, what was disappointing me lately about fierce? I mean, granted, I've not been at the tap room since um, the last time we were all there together. Um, and we were disappointed at that point. Um, but as you said, Gav, we're lucky enough to get fierce in supermarkets, and, and from time to time, fierce beers do arrive in supermarkets. Yeah. So as soon as you see that name, you're going to grab it. Well, at least I'm going to grab it. And the disappointing thing for me is that they were they were heading in the direction of sort of 71. Yeah. For me. And the that's last not, two and that's not to say that that's exactly sorry, that's not to say that they're not capable of making great beers and 71 is exactly the same. And we've had yeah. this conversation on previous podcasts, not not too um distant podcasts ago, where I had a I had a, a stonking 71 sour. Yeah. Um so that you know, fierce are obviously capable of making brilliant beers, but it was just dangerous that that the beers that we were getting hold of in supermarkets just weren't hitting the mark at all. Aye. And it was kind of disappointing. More than anything else, I really cool. like I like the the partnership that they've got. Like I said, with uh, Mash Gang, talking to the the team at Fierce at the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival, um, they were saying that the Mash Gang guys have got some mental ideas um, that to the it point where sound like anything Mashley would say. Oh, no, I know exactly, um, and they they seem and it sounds like they're really kind of getting excited off the back of that as well and their ideas and what they're coming up with so they're getting pushed on by that by the sounds of things which is good um and it's good to hear and i, I i'm quite excited and looking forward to seeing what that partnership with mash gang comes up with because we've said already those mash gang beers are wicked they're such good beers forget the forget the the low and no bit because that's completely irrelevant because they're just fucking good beer um, regardless so just, of maybe let's just make a pact right now mm-hmm. right that we never mention that mention what and the same I mentioned that about my <laughs> in the <I>? same sentence <laughs> right we never we never never caveat mash gang with that yeah right mash gang or mash gang and you know it's we've just... never had we've not we've not had a bad beer from them so far so not we're not likely to get one, and the chat with Mashley was uh, was one of the be- one of the best we've ever heard. Just um, and mental. Aye, so so let's just make that pact that that that, that no that no mention of Mash Gang will ever be caveated with that lower no no comment. They're, they're not being put in that lane. 
Definitely not, because the beers are tremendous. Um, tangent slightly. TB service. TB TB services. Holy fuck! TB services are fucking ridiculous. Aye, so good. Like holy yeah, fuck! By the way, I've never there. seen. I've it's never the seen service, beer. It's the service station company. Right, because I stopped. I made that comment when that text message came through. I was still in Cornwall, obviously, and yeah. my brother, my brother-in-law is a long-distance lorry driver, so he's obviously got an encyclopedic knowledge of Britain's service stations. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I, and I was like, "Oh, you should see this. You should see the crap your selection at TB." And it was like, "It's that. It's the such and such company oh. that own that own several different services." And and it just so happens that we were driving down to Cornwall. We stopped at Gloucester. Aye, and, I was going to say Gloucester and, Gates, the other one, isn't it? Aye, Gloucester <laughs> service, the, the, the service station that we stopped at, at Gloucester, it was like a fucking farmer's market inside. Aye. And and they had they had a phenomenal sh- store, like store of craft beer in there. And if I hadn't been so delirious with tiredness, and I would you know, I would have probably come round enough to buy to buy some. Um, but I but I I was I was it was remarkable. It's just and, insane. Like the so the ones I, I took some pictures of and sent them in our group chat. So you had like Lakes Brew, Fine Ales, Fine uh, Farmyard. Um, I think they're called Fell um, is the other one. Oh. And uh, Allendale. Um, they had that. Oh, was it, is it called Adder? Was it called Adder? The can? The snake? I think it was called mm-hmm. Adder. Um, I put that, I picked that up and then put it down for something else. But like selection wise, for a fucking service station, I was like, "Holy, this is better than some fucking bottle shops that I've walked." Aye, and then you have to get, then you have to get back in the car and drive. Aye, that's at least then you know you've got a couple of good pennies for the, when you land. That's, that's the good thing about it. They should sell them. They should. They should include a complimentary freezer pack with every purchase, so that your beer can remain icy cold for the rest of your journey. Arrive icy cold with you at your chosen destination. They definitely should. Definitely should. Um, so you just jumping back on. I know this is hard to pick, but what was your beer of? This. What was your beer of the weekend then? Oh, because you were there the weekend. But what was your <sighs> beer of the festival? And it doesn't have to be like just what one kind of stands out to you as. Yep. Or, or is there a brewery that you tried that you maybe hadn't tried before, and you were like, "Oh, I'm glad I managed to get a, a scoop of that." Don't think there's a brewery for me. There's a brewery that I had that I was disappointed with, which I'm not going to mention. Uh, um, why? Oh, fuck it, I'll mention it. Real breweries. That's ah, it. Okay, Real okay, 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 okay. I'm just going to double check the beer. Um, Thank you. Well, he's so Jen. you double. Right, I'll double check and go away. Uh, I was really. There wasn't anybody I was disappointed by. I thought there was some beers were better than others. Um, I really enjoyed the. Amundsen stuff. Um, I really enjoyed, as per, uh, enjoyed the Kernel. Um, oh, the Donzoko and New Barnes beer. Uh, the summer beer is excellent. Uh, the lemon uh, the lemon lager is just different class. I don't think that was on on the... Uh, I don't remember it being on on the Friday. <clears throat> no, it was... It, I definitely... Because I, I was keeping an eye out for it because of that, the special can. The kinda, mm. It's got that kind of old school style can and I was looking just to see if they had it on and they did on the Saturday and we ended up for the last part of the session that we were there for Gavi we just kept going back for that 
We, I think we, honestly, I think we went back three or four times just for that. Cause, aye. Aye. Just because it was so easy drinking, and obviously Andrew and Rebecca were there as well, and they're were they, they really enjoyed it. So it was just dead easy to just keep going back for. And uh, I was pretty impressed. We, I thought Overtone were good. Their 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 pouring style was good. Let's say yes. Um, Going to need to elaborate on that for those of us that were. Well, there. it was the tumbler was yeah. full. It wasn't yeah, a festival. Was it wasn't a third festival pour like everybody else. It was a nice. good measure um, in terms of Ouija. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, I thought Moonwake's beer, I thought the, the beers that I like from Moonwake were really good. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe that the, the I was looking for maybe something a wee bit newer, a wee bit kind of different, a wee bit out there. I, did, I, I didn't really go down the Porter route or anything like that. Mm. I thought the Bellini, was it a, a Bellini kind of peachy number? Yeah. That was slightly less peachy than I was hoping it was going to be. Um, I didn't really try. I tried some Yarrow, which I thought was tasting lovely. Um, I also tried a really good on the Friday, and I can't remember who it was that did it, but it was a Schwarz beer or a black beer that I tried uh, next to the one to the left at Unbarred, and I can't remember their name. In that second room, next to on the left-hand side, the Unbarred. I can't remember the name of them for the life of me, but they Hackney. are Hackney. Was it not? Was it other world? No, I don't think no. so. Um, but the Schwarz beer, the black lager that I tried was was different class. It was really good. It was probably my weird beer of the the weekend, if you like. It was a really nice beer. Right, I've I found my disappointment. You've your on, have you? Well, you'll you'll find you'll you'll figure out why very quickly. Um, so it's Hidden Lane, um, is the brewery in question, and I had one of their tropical ales, four point four percent, um, on the Saturday, and so bags of aroma. This is this is a wackagen, FYI. Uh, Clear, clean bitterness from the back, background pine, big stone fruit, citrus flavours and aromas, fruit aromas to change with the hops. Right, great waxing. Anyway, um, I just felt it was awfully watery. Was my my first um, impression of the beer. I wanted more of the tropical fruitness that, that it's saying it's get I, I get I, I understand that it's a, a session IPA um but it's still I just felt it was a wee bit it didn't have enough backbone a wee bit weak in the legs to be fair um some I'm just looking at an, a review online and someone just wrote standard supermarket style session IPA inoffensive probably a really good way to describe it and I don't want I don't want a supermarket standard beer, standard beer at a craft beer festival. festival. Um, I want something with a backbone. Again. Or it doesn't even have to be. Okay. If I it just it wasn't it just felt weak. It felt weak, and I was I wanted more, and that just turned me off having any other beers. To be honest, I had that, and I was like, you know what. I'm not trying anymore. That was when we were standing. We were standing, I think, on the Saturday in front of fine ales. We had a couple of fine stuff, um, and then had some stuff in the I corner. Mean, but lost to get fine ales on draft. It was that was decent. It was really. It was actually really good. I mean, I think 
like you said, Gil had um, our friend Andrew with us, who's not been on the podcast, which I will drag him in at one point. He's he's turning his head over to the craft beer side and getting away from the the gut rot of the world. So much, at the craft beer festival. So much so. So much so that um, actually, so he was at Transmit on the Friday and the, the whole weekend. But so much so, he, 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 t- he took a load of craft beer stuff to transmit on uh, with him on the Friday, drank it all, then got into the festival, had to drink Carlin or Carlsberg, whatever it was, what it was being called. Carlsberg Carlsberg and swapped it for a gin. And swapped it for a gin, I. He's like, this is shit. He's coming lad. over. He's coming over, boys. We're, good lad, good we're lad. getting him in, we're getting him in. Um, but other other ones that I really liked, I agree with you, Gil. I think the Donzoko and New Barn Summer was just an absolute standout for the Saturday. Shifty Shifty again. Uh, I mentioned it was was unreal. A beer that I had on the day, which wasn't actually at the festival, um, was on my way to the festival. Was the Equilibrium beer, uh, which we, we stopped off at the Brewdog had a a wee cheeky wee pit stop because you're in the Lillian Gish and um, we had a, a equilibrium which was tasting un-fucking-real. So much so there's a wee sound bite which I might, I might just switch to right now but that was ridiculous. Um, by the way, never been in Shillings. Fuck me, that is the best place I've ever been in my life. Well, no, 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 I haven't been out. Actually, Grant and Gullow was fucking ridiculous as well. Yeah. I think Glasgow's got, Glasgow does craft beer well. Only thing is, everything's fifteen minutes away from the next place. Just yes. suppose it's not too bad when you're you're kind of moving along. But by Christ, it was too long between beers when you're used to being in the old festival, and it's every two steps you're hitting someday. Uh, late doors shout out as well to Hackney Brewing Company, who were the only brewery to bring a smoke machine with them to the yeah. uh, <laughs> yes. festival. <laughs> Just had a random smoke machine splutting out onto the floor. Does that say? Does that say much about Hackney Hackney Breweries beer? The, the beer was good. The beer was good. The beer was good. I'm glad you've added just that. Just the, the random, there. like it was like in the main thoroughfare. So like everything we were going around the main section, it was like. <laughs> I remember. I remember <laughs> at one point, one the a boy was um a boy was kind of standing over the top of it, and the smoke had started to come out of it, and um. He's like, shit, is my bag on fire? Or have I got a bomb? And I'm like, ah, it's just for me. <laughs> like, it was that much smoke. It's ridiculous. It was good fun, though. Uh, a, just a, good... a random. They also had a, a random, what was it? They, it was a, like a whiskey gin thing, and they had a rum bar as well, which looked quite cool. Didn't Aye. they partake? Too busy drinking beer. But um, they uh, did have. I would have definitely partaken a bit of rum. I'm, I'm, I'm partial to your rum. Um, I had some kind of rum cocktails and stuff. And. Uh, nice. Aye, logic. The the beer was just endlessly good. If you've um, listened um, this far to this episode of the podcast, one thank you. Two, um, so as you, if you're a regular listener, you'll know we're. I am not a dark beer drinker. However, what I decided to do uh, yesterday, the day before, is um, pair this up with a chance for you guys to have some of the dark beer that I don't want. Because I forgot to take my dark beer up to Scotland, which I usually give to you guys, I don't know when I'm going to be back up. And I can't be bothered keeping it in my fridge. Basically. So if you've listened this far, um, there'll be a post up either tomorrow or in the next couple of days. Um, if you comment with 
uh, I need I need a word. What 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 we need to comment? No, what about to... uh, give me dark beer or something? Stop. Comment. Right. Okay. You need to you need to comment. Give me dark beer, and you have to have. Uh, I need we need an emoji at the back so that nobody so that nobody knows what it's um, not knows what it is so they can't just copy it and go oh, give me dark beer without actually listening. Um, do give me dark beer and do the emoji. Don't do fucking aubergine. Chocolate. Do be a chocolate emoji, surely. Is it a chocolate one? Don't it be? There must be. Let's have a look. Chocolate. Yes, there is. Superb. Uh, give me dark beer and do the chocolate emoji. Um, and what I'll do probably next week, um, for anyone who's commented saying, give me dark beer with the chocolate emoji, I'll put them in a, a wheel thing and I'll, I'll, I'll pull out a winner. I've got a shit ton of stickers and stuff that I've, I've managed to take from the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival as well, which I, I've actually kind of done. I've kind of took too much, if I'm honest. Um, to the point where I've got, about, I've got about 50 steady rolling man. Or roll with it, excuse me. Um, stickers. Can you hear that? Is that thunder? Yes. Wow. Fuck a dog. That's because um, you're getting away beer. That's fucking, that's the, that's the beer god saying, <laughs> that's the beer god saying, strap them fucking on and just drink it. <laughs> just drink it. Aye. Um, so yes, uh, comment and make sure man. you say, <laughs> Give me dark. What was what, what was in? Give me dark Give beer. Me dark beer emoji. Give me dark beer with a chocolate emoji. You'll get the. Uh, I'll pull a winner. You'll get that crate of beer. There's easily uh, at least ten beers, easy. And I've got, like I said, I've got I'm, loads of stickers. I'm posting right of... now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a shitload of stickers and a shitload of beer mats that I don't actually know what to do with. Um, that I've picked up I, from the festival. Definitely do not need any more beer. No. So, Gil had a his selection. Like, Gil had a wee selection on, or he had a wee fucking pick and mix on Saturday, like this Saturday, didn't he? It was like, uh, <laughs> yes, uh-huh. I did have a lovely pick and mix. Um, it was unbelievable. The food was good. The beer was great. Company was even better. It was really, it was oh, really good. Uh- I know. Yeah. It was really good. Got to speak to uh, Muir Senior, which was good. First time in a long time, Aye. which was lovely. How was the um, um, perfect draft holding up? Oh, mate. <laughs> it was demolished. Fucking annihilated. Yeah. I uh, I went for a pint on the Sunday because um, we had some loaded... <laughs> um, what was Love that? Love and hate. Thank you very much. And... So we started off, um, I, so the eleven hate went in, and I had the I had the Mikola Pale Ale in first Before actually, um, which I wasn't keen on the first day, and I was quite happy to share it. But as soon as we started drinking it at the barbecue, it actually started to taste quite good. So that got that got tanned. Then it became quickly. a competition to get shot at, didn't it? <laughs> pretty quick. <laughs> well, as soon as I said, I've got the uh, vocations, uh, love and uh, hate in there, and it was like love and death, and it was like, uh, I we should probably get this one finished quite quickly, and then <laughs> the vocation get that, get that one. Aye, <laughs> right, so I went, I went for a pint of it on the Sunday, and I was like, it was showing like there was three pints left, and I was like, oh, that's cushy, and I went and. Tapped the, the thing and then 
poured the pint and it was and I was like next thing it was like there was no pints empty it was, it was the, the thing had been nudged when we had went to wipe it so it was sitting at an angle and it was obviously read, reading that there was more beer in it than it was and I was like <laughs> you basically canned two kegs last last night between you know well two years technically or Graham had a couple of pints uh, yes, I felt it <laughs> Sunday was she didn't come down to my house for a barbecue mate and go up with it fucking Sunday was uh, very nearly a night off I, I, I started driving I started driving at half past eight on Saturday morning to Cornwall and go back up the road at half past eight on Saturday night and seriously mate I, see, I, see, I, I should call pint of that I could have just inhaled that. Oh, that, well, that's what we were Everybody doing. Was it here. was, it was inhalation. Came down. There were taxis, everything. You were up the road, and bother. There was, uh, aye, it was just, in, it was it was really good. It was just easy Can going. I... We were chatting, had the fire on, everything. It was really good. Gil, uh, what are you drinking? Incidentally, I know you, I see you changed. Uh, I noticed you That very beer. So I've moved on twice since my original. So I'm having a life and death. Mm. Um as an ode to, to Saturday, yeah, I got four weekends of it just because it was roasting. I was looking for kind of fridge filler type stuff, so I got Aye. that. And I also had, before that one, I had an Odin's beard uh, for oh. Woman No Tours on Saturdays, which I picked no up tours. at the supermarché. As I say, proper fridge fillers because I went to go to High Spirits on the Saturday mm. early afternoon. And junction three and four of the M8 were shut, <laughs> so it was going to take me an hour to get to Edinburgh. And I thought, um, that's it's not happening. That's not happening. So no. I diverted to a wee online voucher for my friend, and uh, fridge filled with the, the rest of the stuff and brought some of it back up. So, because um, I didn't want to, I'm not going to fill your craft beer fridge with that nonsense. It was just supermarket stuff. So I've got some Sierra Nevada, uh, California Pale Ale, and I've got some uh, Life and Death. And a couple of uh, Stuart New Relics as well. Just a, a random wee selection that I got just for, for just, at the just, supermarket. Just we, were going to the, we were at the shops. It wasn't to anything. I was going to go all vocation and I thought, I've done that before. I'm not going to do all that again. Uh, but the the perfect draft thing is, is the, the way to go when you're in company, I think, for definite. Is it is it turned you on to thinking about getting one? Aye, a lot. Mm. It's uh, it's but it's, it's scary easy to drink loads, as as I found out on Sunday. The only thing that saved me on Sunday was a wee trip to I don't know if you heard it before the a place called Christie's in Falkirk. In Falkirk, that does the uh, Scottish tapas type stuff or the tapas type stuff. It was unbelievable, um, just a really good. We went and I drove obviously because by that by that time it's half past seven at night. I was fit, nearly yeah. sober. Mm. Yes, and uh, I just a really good meal and really enjoyed it. Um, food was amazing, but it brought me back for the brink for sure because I was I was had ruined my life. <laughs> ruined my life. Sunday morning, <laughs> I was I was. Mate, uh, fair. Like we, why I was. I didn't feel like I felt awful, but um, so I just was in my bed most of the day. It was just a. A kind of write off day, which to be honest, I wasn't too, I wasn't too annoyed about. Jade was annoyed. Let's be honest, we drank like all of like two kegs and then a 
Had some had, excellent ribs. Mate, the ribs were the star of the day. Unbelievable. <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, that was the best thing about Saturday. <laughs> the ribs. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, and then we ended up in the fridge. You know what I mean? There were a couple of overtones. Had, there was. That's his techno sex was out. Did you crack? Did you crack open the cold IPA? No, I, I was getting. I, did you hide I, that? No, no, there was nothing hidden. Like the that was me through. I never once, I never once ventured otherwise. Oh, I'd just right. to be sat through there the whole day. <laughs> exactly. Um, I got a Dasis Techno Sex for the for the stash. I seen a picture of the fridge last week, and I was like, "You're a cunt." <laughs> you should see it the day, mate. Empty or still? Is it rammed again? No, it's there's like. Oh, is there has there been a replan? Oh, there's been a there's been a there's been a replan. Oh, have you have you demolished yeah, it? Bur- bur- post birthday, you're going to have. Ah, well, it's post birthday. Oh, I never actually got that much beer for my birthday. You know, honestly, like a couple be... of cans. Like I knew your fridge was full, and that was the other reason I opted for a voucher. I was like, the voucher can stay on tick, <laughs> like waiting for fresh stuff to be purchased at any time. You know what I mean? When you've got room for it, rather than. Um, but somebody buying you beer and then it then having a shelf life. I thought you can, the money's money and it's credits and you can keep it for when you're looking for some fresh stuff or whatever. You're heading away somewhere or whatever. Uh, I thought that would I think, be dead I think easy. He's so. got, I think he's going to have an endless uh, uh, supply of beer with these. I'm new... just thinking about super good stuff, you know. I know, definitely. I'm getting the pallet van on the steam mask. I'm going down to fucking rob the place. <laughs> 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 You don't have to rob the place. You just have to ask nicely, mate. You get beer out of me. Tell me, as I've got a key. It's all right. Hi, I was going to say this. All you need to do is, all you need to do is comment, give me that beer with a wee chocolate emoji, and I'll send you this stuff up, and then we'll do a wee swap. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Callum, you're, you're pulling faces. What you poured? Oh, I poured this uh, Baltic porter. You Baltic? Um, and are you Baltic? And, uh, well, I'm not Baltic because it's too fucking hot up here, but it's delicious. It really is. It's called Cold Desert um, by Padstow Brewing Company. It's a limited release Baltic Porter. Um, a fabulous can. I think you'll agree. Very nice. Um, and it's um, in, in collaboration with Falmouth University. So it's one of their students from Falmouth University has designed the can. Um, and helpfully, it gives you a full sort of brew sheet on the can. Um, so just your standard Brewer's Gold and Styd- uh, Styrian Goldings hops. But what a malt bill on this. Munich Lager, Carafa Special, Carapulse Crystal Chocolate and Chateau Special B malts. As you can imagine, it's proper biscuit and um, you're getting bags of chocolate, um, coffee, vanilla. Um, and see, cold, cold out the fridge, it's, it's got that kind of iced coffee vibe about it and it's absolutely stunning it really is it's uh, the second best beer that I've had for Cornwall so realish the second best uh, I myself um, are having um, like I said I've got Lakada uh, based in Northern Ireland uh, that are brewery that I've picked up from my bruiser selection and I've been very 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 impressed with the beers that I've received from Lakada um, the beers are but- all tremendous were they the ones that used the boy with the wheelbarrow? So he put the box in the wheelbarrow and then walked through Northern Ireland to yes. Eastbourne. Yes, correct. Your beer. Yeah. That that's right. that is exactly the brewery. Um via yeah. DHL. Um uh-huh. so the DHL guy obviously went and picked it up and um yeah. Oh 
Oh, was that was that the DHL depot on the moon? Yes, correct. Right, okay, right, right. Correct Amando. Fucking cunts. Um, but I was obviously so for for my troubles, um, they sent me a second box, which I cannot complain with. No. One, forget the second box, and two, because I enjoyed all the beers the first time to enjoy them all once again is tremendous. Um the one for me, and it's this one is is the pick of the bunch, is the blue pool uh, New England IPA. Galaxy Citro Mosaic. Um, it's lovely and soft, kind of oat mouthfeel, um, a kind of wheat-ish kind of style, maybe New England style IPA. Um, if that makes any sense to anybody, but um delicious, absolutely delicious. And if you, you are on bruiser or you're not on bruiser, go and check out Lakada. Um, I'm going to attempt to get them on the podcast because the beers are tremendous. I've really, really enjoyed every single beer. Um uh, yeah, if you get a chance, go and go and check them out. The Cada L A C A D A, um, based in Northern Ireland, they produce some banging beers. They're not a massive brewery, but they know how to make fucking beer. That is a fact. Factor Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Factor Runo. Uh, anything else you want to mention this evening, gentlemen? About yeah, yes. Mark, Mark's got somebody wants to fling at us, or is it he's just got to talk about your beer? I'm going to talk about beer, right? So, I. I've been. I've kind of got about halfway through this because I honestly can't make my mind up. So this is um, the Queer Brune Project's first attempt at a West Coast IPA, mm. and on the old wackagen, it gives you everything that you want um, from a Westie. Um, the Golden Promise, sort of lovely malt base, uh, Centennial, a wee bit of Chinook, saying a wee bit of Simcoe in there to line it up, but zesty, pine, grapefruit. Um, and see, to be honest, like every mouthful is totally different. Like, for, like the first couple, I was in a like, good way? Yeah, it's a nice beer. Like, and it is, it has West Coast vibes to it. And again, you're going to know, like, what I'm going to say, it's not bitter enough. Mm-hmm. But all the flavours are there that I think, I, I think, if, put it this way, I think if every, if you three had this beer, you would think it would be really, like, I think it would be really good. But I think right. my overly bitter palate kind of, like, kind of pushes it away. It has this, like, lovely grapefruity kind of, like, fruited kind of bitterness on it at the front end but it just doesn't linger on your tongue as much as I would like it to it has mm. a sweetness like I, I don't my know if opi- it's my opinion of queer brewing right so I had some of the stuff at these hills and I'm, I feel like my opinion is, is similar-ish to what you're saying I can't remember what beer I had I, I must I, I was I, I know it I rephrase it, I do it. It was a double IP. I can't remember the name of it. I remember it being a double. But I remember it also, I was like, it's a good beer, but it can be a lot better. I feel like I feel like they've got they've definitely got a step up. They've got a level that they, they can 100% progress to. But where they are now, I feel like the beers can be just amped up a wee bit more. And it sounds like, from what you're saying, it's a similar kind of situation. I feel like it just needs a bit of oomph. Mm. All the flavours there. It's a six percent double, six uh, percent West Coast IPA. So it's in the wheelhouse for the sort of middle of the road. 
um, sort of sessionable beers, put it that way. Like, I feel like it just needs either, like, it, it needs a little bit more, like, bitterness, as in on the back end of it, or it needs a little bit more of the kind of piney resinous on the front end. Mm-hmm. Like, one or the other. Like, and I think you would have, a, like, a really good beer. Like, I'm thinking, if I'm scoring this, like, in, the, in my head, I'm like, if I'm scoring this beer out of five, I'm probably still giving it, like, a three and a half. If yeah. I mean, because I feel like it's a tasty, tasty beer, and it's the kind of beer I want to drink. But I just feel like it needs a bit of... See, like, a question to everybody in general, like, when you have a brewery and you have a beer and you have a couple of beers that are like that and they have that that feeling of, you know what, it's it's good, but it can be better, does that encourage you to want to go back to that brewery to say, look, like, you can, I know you can be good, like, you, you, you can see that that potential. I know it sounds proper, like, like you're being like a fucking NBA, NFL scout. If they have well, a couple of beers that way. Exactly. Like I'm just I think the, 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 the queer brewing project stuff it was originally it was banging so yeah. they know they definitely can do it the lager was unbelievable um, and the sure the paleo it was the, was there when they originally brought stuff it was really yeah, good, I got good and so the, the beers are banging it's a obviously trying to play towards the market that maybe try or maybe trying to play towards the market that exists which isn't as bitter as you are Ah, exactly. Just in general life, but <laughs> also, also doubles are a doubles are a, a, oh. a tough nut to crack. Okay. Especially when everybody's okay. like, you know what it's like. Everybody's got one, mm-hmm. a double IPA. You know what I mean? Yep. And it, it's really hard. Like the ones that are really good at it are unbelievable, and I don't know. I just you know, like, you're, not you're... double do it. I just like would like a really good, crispy, fresh, clean IPA. You like know what? You're bang on there. Yeah. You know? You're bang <laughs> on there, Gil. Because I, I, I remember there was a, a bit of me at the festival, and I was going to stall from stall to stall, and all I was picking up was I didn't want. I was like, I don't want. They were they may have had an IPA, a double, and something else. And I'm like, I'll have the double. Like I, I was, I was avoiding the standard standard IPA or the lager or something. Always going for the double. I was like, oh, I want six percent. I want seven percent. I want that's that's the kind of the beer. That's probably why I was fucked. <laughs> probably, probably, um, but no. Everyone, like you said, everyone does them. Everyone does them, and it's they're much much of a likeness. Most. Well, of I think the that I, I think there are very saturated. There's variations on a theme. It's a saturated market, but also those that are incredible at it just always are. Yep, and I think. <clears throat> it's all uh, then at the same time it's also really hard to knock it out of the park because of that so right. like if you've had a double IPA for, for uh, Verdant like an unconventional tactics or something like that what do you how are you, how are you like what are you doing against that <laughs> or you, you have a you have the joy to have a something like that for Trillium or other half a double IPA what are you doing with that? Like, um, you, it was like <laughs> even getting the first pick of the harvest. They've got the best yeast. They've got the best stuff. I know. And what what, what is what is anybody going to do against that? It, it was like, like even um, like that Saturday when me and you went Scott to the festival after it was stopped off for the grunting growler, grunting growler, and I had the the double IPA, and it was just tasting amazing. That was like one of the, one one of the no 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 that was another one, um one of the best beers I had 
that day, and I was like, "Fucking!" Like you it said, just, what, what, you, what are you going to do against it? Exactly. But what do you like the ones that are really good at it? So you can go and try everybody's, and it's going to be variations on a theme. Yeah, I just quite like, especially the the queer brewing stuff, and they should try it. They should absolutely try everyone. I can't wait to try a stout. Definitely, um, it'll be unbelievable. But the lager was unreal. The their the IPA was really good. Westies are style. I don't think I don't think anybody's got a Westie right for you in about three year mark. So no, no. I think there's been a few that have been really good. Like, well, other than the other than the cones, obviously there. Um, you've had a few, a couple of American numbers that were pretty good. I had a Unity one done the the Wow 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 Wiza or whatever you call it. Oh, Wowizoe or whatever it was. Wow Wiza. Wow Wiza. Wow Wiza. Very nice. That was really good. But there's no money that are. Bayonet, I'm sure, did one that was proper magic trees. Aye, was it not? Aye, there was a magic good. tree. There was a magic tree beer there. Aye. Um, but there's no money or that. But I, I don't know if it's maybe necessarily everybody's everybody's taste. But the double is a the double is yeah. a sacred art for those that are good at it as well. It is so it good is. on uh, Queer Brewing Project. They've definitely got the metal, so yeah. they'll 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 no doubt be definitely. more excellent beers. Um, last quick one. Any beer festivals we're going we're going to next? I don't actually know mine. Siva, Siva's indie beer festival, the nineteenth and twentieth of August at uh, Murrayfield Stadium. It's a pay-as-you-play event. Uh, that means you buy your own drink when you're there, not like the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival. Um, but tickets are a fiver plus booking fee, which I think is two fifty or something like that. So winning. Um, Friday evening session, Saturday afternoon, and Saturday evening session on. And the 19th and 20th, loads of good breweries there. So there's it's mainly cask stuff. Oh, I, I, I've, I've got the thing up so I can give you a wee run through. You uh, go for a run through Alchemy, Belfield, Broughton, Ilkme, uh, Broughton, or there. Uh, cheeky, only been you someday. Only been you, oh, someday. only been you someday who decided to work from with Broughton. Hmm. Uh, fine ales are there across borders. No tours on Saturday. Stuart are there. Wogan's Bros. Windswept. Oh, Windswept with goods. And they've got some keg stuff as well. From I want to try that. I want to, to go and sample some Swanee. Swanee brewery. By the way, favorite favorite brewery name on there, other than obviously the ones that we've had in the podcast. Oh, and I've been Ferry and um. <laughs> I just keep looking at it. Sorry, Ferry and Hybrid, and those guys as a I Bean. I Bean. I just I literally just seen it when you said that. When you said best name, I just seen it in the corner. There's an I Bean. Cairn Gorm are getting some. Uh, they'll have some trade wins and some uh, wildcat things. Wildcat kicking a bit. Some uh, right. some gold. There's harvesting, so we maybe get. There's harvesting Shahalian in it. Mm-hmm. Aye, that's right. Yep. Maybe get a wee Shahali in there. You've got everybody's gluten free. Um, <laughs> great friends at Belfield. Belfield, yeah. Which is easy going. It's a good. It's a good list, by the way. It's a lovely wee list. I'm, and you've I'm, I'm got, looking forward to you've that. Got simple things. Vault City, Camper Van, and Moonwake. Moonwake. Can you say much uh, better for for kind of keg stuff? And there's obviously there's more to be confirmed on the day, but like, Camper yo, Van and Moonwake. Can you see past like, that? That's 
a fucking good list of Scottish breweries right there. You know what? Omen are got to be there because it's a Saturday, a Friday and a Saturday that's Aye. on. So they've not got anything else today. They've not got tours today, so... I am looking forward to it. Stuart are going to be there as well, obviously. Uh, Innocent Goon. Goon. Innocent Goon. Who's that one that just looks like a squiggle? I don't know. At the top right. I've not got a clue. Is that Beg? Be- be- I don't know what that is. Genuinely don't have a clue. It's, it is literally a squiggle. Um, but no, that'll be a good one. Um, uh, I would say I might go and try and get there. I will try. Because my potential next one is either London or I'm tempted to try and do the Indie Beer Fest, Indie Man one, um, which is kind of later on in the year. Um, we try and get to as many as we can, but my, my I think my next next one is my definite next one is the We Are Beer in London. Um, that would be the next one, unless there's something local. I think I've got. There's one in Glasgow coming up at the end of August as well. That, but how remember. good are how how actually good are beer festivals? Like just in general, they're the fucking best things ever. Very good. Literally the best things ever. Anywho, um, if you see us out and about at the beer festivals, come and say hello. Um, we appreciate everyone that did so. Um, at the Glasgow one, um. It still kind of baffles us and blows our mind that people listen to this, and we appreciate you guys doing it. Um, so feel free and come up and say hi. Um, because we we it's, it's always Miguel that gets fucking noticed. You fucking prick. It's <laughs> that kind of face. Mm-hmm. Aye, that kind of face for this for this audio podcast. For a radio. Mm, for the radio. Um, as always, um, make sure you like, follow, and share all our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter posts. Just search Beer Fridge Podcast. Um, like I said, I'm going to put up one in the next couple of days. I'll probably do it tomorrow. Um, with your chance to win um, my beer selection that I have. Nothing's out of date, by the way. Genuinely, nothing's out of date. Um, all you have to do is comment, give me dark beer with a wee chocolate emoji, um, and that will get you a, an entry into the into, for a chance to win um, some beer and some fucking shit I've Beer picked mats. up from a festival because I've picked up too much isn't a bad thing it's not a bad thing so yes feel free to do that that'll be on Instagram and Facebook as well so make sure you like follow and share us over there if you want some extra content you can head to patreon.com forward slash beerfish podcast gain some exclusive content and some homebrew from the guys as well at patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast as always my name is gavin that's md gilroy and callum till the next time on the beer fridge podcast the home of real beer real breweries real opinions cheery bye we're back we're back motherfucker Mm.